2: Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday,
2: we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much
0: more.
3: I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share.
0: Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
4: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins.
3: This is He Said, Ella Dijo, with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez.
0: Good afternoon. Hello. Everyone, welcome to another episode of He Said, Ella Dijo. This is an exciting episode today. We have a fantastic guest today. This
5: one is... Not that all
0: our guests aren't fantastic. We have a lot of fantastic guests. However, this is one that uh, I'm just really excited about personally as well.
5: I know. It's awesome. It's an amazing one, guys, and we are so honored To be able to bring you guys this
0: treat. Joining us uh, today is Oscar-winning actor Matthew McConaughey. You know him, obviously, from Dallas Buyers Club, Magic Mike, Dazed and Confused, True Detective, also a great one as well. But anyway, he has uh, a new book out right now. It's his second book. Yeah. Uh, This one is called Just Because, children's book. Um, And it explores all the contradictions around us. And how they make us who we are. It's little little McConaughey uh, tidbits of knowledge, which I actually I really love. Uh, love this book, and I can't wait to talk to him about it.
5: I know it's exciting. He also founded a foundation with his beautiful wife Camila Alves called Just Keep Living Foundation, which is dedicated to empowering high school students by providing them with the tools to lead active lives and make healthy choices. For a better future. That's yeah, what that. I'm talking about. Isn't that amazing?
0: That. Yeah. I, I, You know, he is clearly uh, not just an actor or performer. This is a guy that is making changes, making differences constantly in, in his act- actions, what he's doing outside of the business. He
5: cares about humanity. Mm-hmm. He cares about making this world a better place. Um, so besides doing incredible work as an actor, Oscar winner, by the mm-hmm. way. He's also making sure that he is going to leave a legacy, you know, for him and his family, his children to look up to him and to follow his footsteps and just contribute to society. So you know, it's good people.
4: I love it. Oh, hello,
1: hello, hello, hello. Hey. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Doing well. Yes. Thank
0: you uh, for joining us here today, man.
1: Thanks, for that, man.
0: Super excited. Listen, we're we're both. Big fans of yours in general, um, but and I know you already have one book on the market, but and this is another one right out the gate. That to me, and I and I read through it already. I'm already like, this is this is. I can't wait to get the kids involved in this book, and also it's just great for everyone. The little tidbits of knowledge that you're dropping left Thank and right you. in this book. What what it, what you. inspired you to go down this path for the next book?
1: I mean, as you you know, I mean, I've got some pretty I think mature messages in there that are packaged for young people to be able to digest it rhymes. You get some illustrations. It all has a sort of innocence to it. But as you said, some of the themes are things that I think about and think we could all use. I know it's things I could use things I'm trying to work on. I think it's things we could all work on um, to enjoy life a little bit more and get through this, this rodeo called life a little bit better. And so, you know, I'm having I have kids. You start, I guess I start you I'm always seeing and making choices in life now through the lens and consideration of having them mm-hmm. and I can be the better, a better father. What's their future gonna be? And so I had a dream one night and I was dreaming these things up, and it was a little bit a little bit Bob Dylan ditty, you know, <laughs> because they threw the dart don't mean that it's stuck. Dun-dun-dun. Just because I've got skills mean there is no luck. Dun-dun-dun. And so I woke up and I started jotting these things down and looked at it, and I thought I had a cool song. And then I was like, well, this could be great in a children's book. There's some stuff in here that I think would be valuable for my kids and other kids and the kid and all of us.
0: A hundred percent. I mean, just to give an example, it's a, like you just said a few, I mean, just because you can pull it off doesn't mean that you should do it. Just because you failed doesn't mean that you blew it. Okay. Simple statements like that, that I know our kids can learn a lot from, mm-hmm. but even on a personal note, you know, we can learn from.
5: It's very valuable. You know, we have two children. You have three, we have two, we have an 11 year old daughter and we have a boy that is five years old. And the girl, um, she plays a lot of tennis, competitive tennis, you know, and as a sport, it's such a difficult sport to tackle. You know, it's, it's a solo sport and she's going through as an 11 year old, almost a teenager, She's going through so much stuff that she's learning and navigating through the sport that translate to life itself. You know, even yesterday we had this, uh, I took her to her class and she was match playing with a boy. And just the conversations that you have to deal with with the kids to teach them, just because... The rules say this and that doesn't really mean that it's the right thing to do, Isabella. So if there is a double bounce and the guy doesn't call it, but you know that you shouldn't play it, Mm -hmm. don't Mm -hmm. play it. And that whole thing was a 15 minute debate of these two kids going at it, you know, and as a mom, she's right. She's following the rules. But is it right? You know, and to be, a- <laughs> <laughs> and to be able AM. to teach her that in a way that she can digest it and not don't feel bad about it. We're just talking about life, Isabella. Sa- As- and it's going to serve you um, when it comes to everything in life. You know, just be a- an honest, transparent kid, yeah. which she is, you know, but... Uh, at some certain ages, you know, you have to keep reminding them as parents and a book like this is a perfect tool to see like, let's just sit down and go one by one, one little yep. paragraph at a time. And what do you think this means to you? And start yeah. that conversation. Yeah. You know, it's really invaluable.
1: You just gave me a, a, a good one. You just said it. So you're back to be the author of this. But it's, <laughs> Just because the, the the light is red doesn't mean that they won't run it. Yeah. You know, just because the rules are clear doesn't mean that it was going to follow it. Yeah, and that's that's a that that's a tough one, especially for young. We we learn that as we get older, you know. I mean, we all would like we know fair fights where the rules are clear are hard enough to win. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when all of a sudden you go and you go, there are some categories there. There are some jobs. There are some phases in life and people in life where they're, they're, it's it's not even embarrassing to break the rules. It's just like. Dude. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Look at that the Vegas foul is in watch yeah. this it, the, the, the 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 gig is in it's fixed watch I'm fixing it and it's like yeah oh wow and for a child to understand that the world can also be unfair like that where you're trying to teach them just like hey if you follow the rules it's still very hard to win if you if if, if you go to a game and and you and you make the call right it's still difficult to win. 100%. And then didn't tell them that.
0: You know, it's it, you,
1: people out there that are going to cheat. Oh, what?
0: You know, hundred yeah. percent. Your book follows a lot of you know. I know you're a tennis fan, Um and I know yes, for a number of reasons. I just saw you in Djokovic's box at the Open, which was massive. No, I don't
5: remember. I did not I didn't see he that. He was okay. there. Oh, Djokovic. Whoa! I swear to you, I had no idea massive, that you like tennis. Massive hug.
0: I mean, I know <laughs> you. Puppy. Big...
1: I can't get enough of it. I <laughs> really? Get enough of it <laughs> okay.
0: We are like as embedded into the tennis lifestyle, um, and, which is why I saved a bunch of these quotes from the book for Sabella. Cause I think so many of them apply to tennis and life because tennis is such a life sport. Um, the lessons you learn in it. Uh, I mean, we're, you know, our daughter plays competitively for USTA juniors and she's, you know, hours upon hours a week tournament. It's, it's madness, but it's a, it's a sport where you don't, there are really no umpires at the junior level. Very few. You call all your own line calls. You call all your own. Everything is On a trust and honor system, ridiculous
5: and and unfair to pretend that these kids have the maturity to be able to do these calls properly. And there's a lot of mistakes done, and then parents get involved, and then we
0: are lunatics. It follows this honor system that doesn't make any sense, (laughs) but it
1: does make sense until it doesn't. But now it's not expected to make sense, right? Yeah, because. I mean, are we being old school? Are we being nostalgic? Are we being old fashioned to say, if it's in, you call it in, even if it's against you and it's in it's, its match point, or if it's out, you call it out. Are we? Is it? Is this a nostalgic idea?
6: For Didn't, sure,
0: where I where I it's think it's hard, the book, Matthew. It's hard with parents think, involved. It's hard. I think the book where it helps is so you see, even in the pros, right now they have you know the radar calling yeah. the balls. So you sometimes an umpire in a pro sport can't even tell if the ball's in. Right. Right. So now you got this 11 year old kid trying to call a ball that's literally near the baseline, anywhere near the way the ball squishes and bounces. Is it in? Is it out? There's a saying, when in doubt, call it out. And I'm to the point where I've said, Sabella, if it's that close, play it in. Because we don't know. If it it causes such a controversy. So just because you think it might be one, or just because it looks like it's that close, just take the higher road and play the ball. Unless you know it is out.
1: Right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you then you if you exaggerate that, we've all seen our kids, these kids that do this, not won't give their great shot enough ownership to take the win and go, no. That was out. I was telling you, it was out by a quarter of inch, and I saw it out. Yes. even my sight, and I'm laying it down. No, we don't have a replay, but I'm telling you, that's the call. And then it's close enough where you got some people on the sidelines going, "Boo! That's yep. your cheat." You uh, uh-uh, I saw it. That's it. That's another tough thing where you get you have to teach kids sometimes. No, take ownership. You won that point.
0: Yep. Yeah. Take that. Hundred percent.
7: smart and intellectual i'm kind of smart i think like it would be fun we have the best conversations like we have fun but then he would treat me like crap
6: listen to on purpose with jay shetty on the iHeartRadio radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts trust me you won't want to miss this one
3: or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Your memoir, um, that's how you say it? Me- mem- memoir. Memoir. Yeah. Oh, I said it right. Green Greenlights. Um, <laughs> how it affected so many people. As an author, especially because you're sharing about your life, how do you feel when people tell you, oh my God, Matthew, this page or this chapter was life-changing to me? How does it feel like when you know that you're touching lives?
6: It's,
1: it's the, uh, look, that book was the, the most truthful extension of me that I've ever put out. So that was the closest piece of art Mm. that I put out. That was to me. Hopefully my children will be the closest piece of art that I put out. After they move on to the world, but that, that book more so than any movie or anything. I was the author. I was the director. I was the star of the show. I wrote, it, it was about me and my life, my own experiences. But when I hear that from other people, and what I hoped I would get would come out of the book is that people would see themselves in me and I would be seeing myself in them. And I think that's what I hear from people the most is they go, yeah, it was did, did, maybe I bought it because I like you as a celebrity, Matthew. But boy, after five pages, I was in mm-hmm. and going, oh, oh, wow. Oh, you've gone through some of this shit. Too. Oh, OK. Oh, I, I screwed up like that, too. Oh. Oh, that's a good way to handle that. Dang it. I wish I'd have handled it that way. Maybe I'll handle it that way next time. It brought up some things. I think that people saw it was, a, it, I think people that say that are telling me it's a very human book, incredibly personal, but I, in some ways for some people, I guess I hit that sweet spot of when it is deeply personal, but not just, um, you know, only for me memoir about me when it's something you can see in yourself and you can go oh this is about the human experience oh this is something we all go through Yeah, I think that, and that so that feels wonderful as an author and as an artist did
5: That's you awesome. learn something through the process like while you're recounting your life and what you went through were you able to discover something through it yeah. that surprised I you
1: discovered that i've i've remembered a lot more than i thought i forgot oh wow <laughs> i also discovered that I haven't changed as I thought I have from when I was just a kid. Mm. Um, and you've got kids. I mean, how much did you notice early on? Oh, nature means so much. The DNA, they are who they are. We Our nurture guides them. But I was so surprised we had kids. Oh, I didn't know it was so much DNA. Ooh, I didn't know it was so much nature over nurture. Now, um, and that surprised me. Um and so I didn't, I realized writing the book that, oh, essentially, questions I had when I was 10. I've answered a lot of those questions, but I'm still having questions about the same subject. More evolved questions, more mature, more thought out questions, smarter, but more experienced, but similar, mm. similar questions and seeking similar clarity.
5: That's amazing. Absolutely. You've been with Camila how long? How many years?
1: We've been together sixteen. Married, coming on eleven, twelve.
0: Ah, very close That's, to us. Yeah. Yeah, we're, about, been we're we're going on fifteen this year. Married, married 18, eighteen together.
5: Together. Yeah. Um, I just heard. I was going through. I don't know social media bullshit. Anyways, I I I found an, a message from, and I'm sure he's a col- he's a colleague of yours. I don't know if you guys know each other well, um, Kevin Bacon, you know, he's been with um, Kira uh, yes. for so long, and and somebody asked him if he thought that marriage was uh, work, or he said something about, you know, I often hear people talking about marriage is work, is work, and the way we approach marriage is, it shouldn't be work, it should be play, and then there's a lot of, like, footage of them, he's playing guitar, and they're singing, and they're just having such a wonderful, organic, simple moment of joy together just playing and he's like so the way we approach marriage is not work we play together that makes sense to you
1: kevin and kira i mean look i let me say this here's the way i would look at it i think it is work but it's work i want to do yeah wants to do it's work we want to do so when you both go we're going to do the work it becomes much more playful yeah if you you know if if it, if it it's like not all work is a chore
0: 100% yeah
1: Sure. but i do believe it's work i do believe it takes maintenance at least it does for for for, for me
7: mm-hmm.
1: um but i but i don't look at it as a chore and therefore i think that allows it to be playful at least from, from my perspective, I think for us, when two people go, yeah, we're going to work at this. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to keep tabs. We're going to maintain our moral bottom line about why we fell in love in the first place. We're going to give each other room to change and grow, but Hey, make sure we're keeping the clock on us being essentially who we were from day one. Like we were just talking about, I'm, we're all closer to who we are when we're young, when we're older than we used to think we are. Why did you fall in love in the first place? Does the honeymoon last forever? Not as far as I can tell. But is is that is instead of going, oh, doggone it? Isn't that kind of better in some ways if that's what happens? You get the the, the light bulb goes from 100 watts down to 30 watts, much more livable, much more easy to go, ah, (laughs) you know what I mean? Let's keep working on this together. Ah, yeah, you got to, you know, I mean, there's 24 hours in a day. You got kids, you got a career, you're sitting there trying to balance the different things. Um, you got to make time, and sometimes you don't make enough time. Mm-hmm. And that 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 takes management. I call that work. It's fun work because it pays off when it keeps working. Mm-hmm. When you go years, it's paid off in ways that more so even compounded from when it was ten years. We y'all together ten years. You're building every day. You got an investment going, and each day is together. That thing's getting stronger through time. So that's. Fun work, playful work. Playful. Yeah. I mean, I
0: fully agree. I, I, I always have viewed um, relationships as work in the in the sense that you just put it. Same with being a parent. Like no one built an empire without working hard and no one appreciated what they built without the hard work. If it was just easy, you don't appreciate it so much. So raising children, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's not easy. They, they push every button that you could ever have because that's their job.
1: And following through on no is a hell of a lot harder than saying. Yeah. Yes.
3: 100%.
5: Listen, uh, being parents, parenting is bananas. Like I had no idea. <laughs> and I love it. It's the more, the biggest accomplishment for all of us. You know, having kids is just next level. But you have this mini me that is basically reflecting all your flaws and all your wisdom and all your blessings. And a lot of times you don't even know what to do with it. You know, like I have this daughter that I just go, I have to be so solid as a woman, as a human being, because I want this girl to have the best chance possible and everything is through is what they become, what they see, you know, and what they they experience. And it's scary and it's a lot of work. It's amazing work, but you just go, I hope I don't fuck it up. I hope I don't fuck it up, <laughs> you know, Because
1: okay, I I hear you. And then the world changes are coming at them faster and then we try to go, does it really change? And I don't know. Well, no, I'll know that answer later. I don't know it right now. I don't know how. It changed. I don't know if it's just you know. I mean, is, is social media for them the you know cable TV for me? I, was it just more access to things? I don't know. Has it changed a bunch or has it not really changed at all? We're just calling it different things.
5: How do you feel about social media and your children?
1: Um, look, we just let we just allowed my our, our eldest, who's fifteen, to go on and get his own social media channels. But that was after three years, oh, two and, so. and a half years of grilling and going okay you want it now but let's talk about what your story would be let's talk yeah. about how do you f- how it feels when someone comes back and makes a comment that's hurtful mm. even if you don't know that person and you know and he's like oh that won't bother me i'm like oh yes oh, it will oh yes it will <laughs> i got a family a career i've succeeded a bad review of unfair bad review or a lie about me out there even if it is false still physiologically affects me in a heart in a way I don't like it. And I go, I wish it didn't, but it, it will affect you. It, you will walk into the world knowing that some people out here think that of me. Mm-hmm. But if it's a lie, that physiologically affects us and then psychologically affects us. So what are those downfalls? What are those traps? What um what what how can you don't wake up, how do you keep from waking up in the morning going, what would be a great post today? Rather, instead of waking up that way, how do you how do you keep how do you keep waking up in the morning going like what do I want to do today? What are my plans today? And then while I'm doing them, maybe go. This would be a cool thing to share. Okay. The order I think it should go, and what we have people, adults as well, but definitely children finding their identity through exporting something, a picture or a post and waiting for thousands of strangers to come back and react and their day, how their day goes is become reliant on what that reaction is. Yeah. You get a lot of these, they go through the day feeling confident. And if you get a lot of these, they go through the day.
0: Hmm. And like you said, it starts it's to define dangerous who they are. They start to use that to define who they are instead of defining who they are before looking at that. And it's, that-
1: it's, it's 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 very much like I would say, you know, Hollywood. I went to Hollywood when I was 21. I'm glad I didn't go when I was 18. It's not necessarily the best place to go find yourself because the answer is yeah. yes. You want to be that? Yeah, go be that. You want to be that? Yeah, go be that. Whoa! I needed to eliminate some things where I go. No, I definitely don't want to be that. <laughs> Before I found myself and to grow up out there where it can be Halloween every day and you can be whatever you want. The answer is yes. More, please. Here you go. Have another. Is a lot to grow up in. I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't have to go out to Hollywood earlier than I did. Similar to social media. I didn't have to navigate. I. It was hard enough navigating figuring out who the hell I wanted to be and who I was and who I didn't want to be with a tight knit family and with a mom and dad and two brothers and some good friends. That was a small group. And it was hard enough to do it that way. Yeah.
8: As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. Stair Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, Stair Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Something that makes me crazy is when people say, Well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes that it's not a waste that everything you've done.
7: Smart, intellectual. I'm kind of smart. I think like it would be fun. We have the best conversations, like we have fun, but then he would treat me like crap.
6: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.
3: Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments.
4: The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both
3: are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change.
0: True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become.
3: Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: what is the hardest lesson that you learned as an actor you've been doing this for so long and you've been incredibly successful and there's much more to come when it comes to your acting and your platform but what has been the maybe the darkest part of it or the hardest part of being an actor
1: Now, I mean the hardest part is loss of anonymity mm. we all I mean I think a healthy soul needs some anonymity um uh you, you, with success, which I've had, you have to watch becoming a, a caricature of self, very much like the social media. You have to watch going like, oh, well, what do they want? Yeah. I get you, maybe I can, I give it, do I need it? what, what can I give them? That'll be what they want instead of what do I need? What do I want? And when it really works, like we were talking about, for instance, like the the Green Lights book, very personal. Trust me, I started off writing Green Lights trying to write impressively, trying to go, what's gonna impress? <laughs> I was like, this is a bunch of bullshit. Don't write that. That's clever, but that's not a write your story and make it accessible where it's open for others and but keep it really personal. And then it may not be what others expected. It may not even be what they want, it may be what they need. Yeah. And so I think the, the loss of anonymity um, is this, is it, you know not meeting strangers was was a, was a hard part early on in my career when the world became a mirror overnight after I got famous all of a sudden running into people and they all inherently had a bio on me you know they come up and they go sorry about Miss Hud and I don't even know you but all of a sudden I go through my mind how'd you know I had a dog how'd you know her, her name was Miss Hud and how'd you know she had cancer. You just skip three. You you just jump three deep into my life. I don't even know you. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I kind of felt like you're trespassing, right? Yeah. Uh, to get in with the flow of like, well, that's just part of it. People have a bio of you or an expectation. There's a bit of a world. There's a mirror, and I've tried to keep that mirror what I put out to be cl- as close as possible to who I really am. I don't, I'm not an open book. I don't just sit there and lay it all out there because that'd be foolish, but I've tried to keep that mirror or that idea of who you think I am pretty close to. Yeah.
0: And also when you add, you know, you compound that with social media now, right? There's not just the bio of who you are, but now the bio that's on line of who you are. People think immediately you post a personal picture of Something here, And they feel like, oh, I've been in their home. I, I know his wife. I know the kids. I know all about you. Don't people just assume right away. And in, in public, if you happen to cross one of those people, it's a little intrusive and uncomfortable because they immediately just think you're the best friend
1: for dinner. Even though you remember being there, they've been there. Yeah. <laughs> your bridge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so true it's so true well you balance it all incredibly well um you know obviously successful actor author husband father you're doing it all i know it's not easy how do you what is there a secret one more secret you can shed uh light on to carry that balance so smoothly mm. i know that's a tough life lesson on the spot but
1: <laughs> go back i do think it's work I do think when it's working, it sure does feel like play, but uh, I do think it's work. Um,
0: I'm with you on the work part. <laughs> it's work.
1: Uh, but I like, I, I, it's I, fun work. It's about breaking a sweat. Yeah. And if you call, call it work, but I don't call it chore. Um, I would say this, look, you got career, you got health, you got husbandry, you got fatherhood, you got motherhood, you got, you know, your relation spiritually. In and, in it's hard to keep all of those in the black. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It's impossible to keep them all running consistently at peak performance. So I try to just main look, have a check in with well, careers going really good, not around as much as a father, maybe a little more distant as a husband. Uh, Okay. Okay. I'm allowing that. that. It's that season for me right now. It's that season. Just don't let that husbandry and fatherhood get into the red. Don't let it get, don't make it, where it's like, we're going to have to overhaul, right? So let's, okay, got to make time to just maintain, tend this garden. I know we're not in peak performance, but let's tend it, the husbandry, the, 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 the fatherhood, until I'm done working. Now let's come back. Huh. Now let's go invest in those two that were getting low. So it's just trying to keep, I try to just keep them above the mean line and not let them get into the red. You know, I've had times where career's going so well and I'm working so hard and I'm not getting any sleep, health's going down. Mm. And I'm like, all right, I'm working 14 hour days. I got another four weeks of this. Dude, McConaughey, bite the bullet, let's go. We're gonna bulldog through this, man, because we have to, it, we, it's what's necessary. You trust that, and, and and right when I finish the work, what happens? I get the flu, I, my, my fight, fight or flight goes to flight and I I relax and I get I, I get sick. And I know now that'll happen. Now let's start investing up. Now let's get our sleep. Now let's start eating right. Now let's start tending to my health better. I mean, it goes, I can't keep everything running at peak, but I just try to let anything, I don't want to get so sick. I don't want to get sick where it turns into a disease. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be so busy that I'm not being a good enough husband and it leads to like, you know, oh, there's separation to talk. I don't want to be, uh uh, 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 not be around father enough to where it's like, well, where's dad? Or have them think like there was these years where dad was never there. I don't want to get to that point. That would be letting those things get into the red. Um, so I think it's just knowing that there's seasons, but trusting that okay, when this when this season's over, I have to go tend to that garden a little, this part of my life a little bit, a little bit more.
0: Just because it looks easy doesn't mean it doesn't take work.
5: <laughs> no. Any more bu- more bu- more books in the future for you, or you're just gonna let this one ride and see how you feel in terms of time and. I write every day. Oh, wow.
1: And I was going through my last four years since I put out Green Lines, my last four years of uh, notes. And I'm seeing what my central thematics of how I've been looking at life are. I don't really sit down to write with intent about going, I want to write about this. I just write about anything that turns me on. I just look, I just wrote, you're just because, you know, that you inspired right there. Uh, about tennis and some of the rules, just because the light's red don't mean that they won't run it. That's going to lead to something. you know. I wrote uh, more about something that I heard. um, This book, just because it came from a dream, I'll write things down that turn me on. And then usually when I go back and look at it over a month or over a year, I'll see, oh, you had central themes in all of your thoughts and everything that made you laugh or cry or happy or mad. You had central thoughts or themes. Those themes can become chapters um and maybe form another book
0: i love it
5: is there one thing that you still need to accomplish
1: oh yeah yeah um my i, have, I have my hope one thing i want to accomplish i gotta I, I need to get strong spiritually i'm stronger um i you know i'm told that it appears that that's one of my stronger suits is my spirit. And I won't disagree with that, but just like most things are things that may be our greatest strength is usually what we need to work on the most, or we feel we do. Um, I I think I have a long way to go. And I I see that as a journey that I'm looking forward to, that I need to tend to that. Mm. I need need to tend to, you know, I get busy, talk about spirituality, look around, I go, man, it's been been a month since I bent my knee. Need to bend a knee, kind McConaughey. Of, you need to take some humble get some humble pie and check out and why you're number two at the at the highest. You know what I mean? That you need to check in on and continue to. I hope one day that when my kids are like 40, and if they get asked, "Who's your name? Name your five best friends," that I'll be on that list. Hmm.
0: You will. I love that for sure.
5: You will. <laughs> I I'm positive you will. This has been amazing.
0: Yeah. Thank you for, for sharing your time with us, your knowledge with us. Um, really, really great. One 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 statement from your children's book I'm taking back uh, into our marriage is just because we disagree doesn't mean that you're not right.
6: Wait, say, that,
5: say it again, <laughs> t- say it again.
0: <laughs> I'm taking that into our <laughs> let, marriage. Let me hear that again. Just, just because, because we disagree doesn't mean that you're not right.
1: Well, a director goes, Mark Waters goes to Girlfriend's past. We were talking about a scene one day and he was saying, hey, I need you to do this. I was like, no no, that's false. Wouldn't do that. wouldn't do that. And he goes, you know what, Makana? He goes, you're never wrong. And I was like, that's right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And he goes, but there's more than one way to be right. And I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where that one comes from. Yes, I right. love it.
0: Excellent. <laughs> Thank you again for your time. We appreciate it. Just yes. because. Get the book now. Great family read. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All Bye-bye. the best. What a great episode and huh? interview.
5: I love him. I know. Like, I've, I've been such a fan my entire career and his career, but this just, as a human being, he's yeah. just the... Oh, my God, I can't.
0: So well-spoken, and the knowledge is uh, infinite. He is really... You know, it's funny. A lot of people can, can have great knowledge, but not everybody knows how to share it. Correct. You know what I mean? He actually very eloquently knows how to share his like lessons silk. yeah like it just silk. it just comes out and it's he's not trying to impose an opinion on you no. he's not trying to make you think like him he literally is just telling you this is what i've learned and hey if you're on board check it out and you know what it makes you want to be on board
5: i know the ease
0: it's, it is so effortless when
5: he delivers his point of view it's just fantastic guys he said Ella dijo, listeners this was huge for me and eric uh we truly hope that you enjoy this episode because it was a big accomplishment. Eric is the one that was able to get him to do the podcast. And of course I was like, he's never going to do it, Eric. And
0: here he was. Him sharing his time with us meant a lot. We're big fans in general. So um, more power to him, his whole family. We always wish them the best. All right. And don't forget, you can listen to He Said Ayadijo on Amazon Music. Check it out. Love you. Love you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think.
5: If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at I said, ella or send us an email. Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. He ella is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura podcast network.
0: See you next time.
6: Bye.
2: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. Pick up, pick up. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card,
6: Right this way.
2: It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at slash with Amex. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every
2: weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so
0: much more.
3: I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share.
0: Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
4: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins.